What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom. And we have a guest on with us today, Dr. Serena Sterling, who is an author of the best-selling book, Pain, A Love Story. She holds a master's in international journalism, a doctorate in clinical psychology, and is a certified life coach. As a journalist in Portland, Oregon, San Francisco, London, and New York City, Dr. Sterling wrote about health-related articles. Due to her own experience of overcoming chronic fatigue syndrome, and finding ways to alleviate her own chronic pain from years of living with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, Dr. Sterling pursued Sterling pursued a degree in clinical psychology and learned advanced mind-body stress reduction techniques to assist others in overcoming their own health challenges. She works with people from all over the world via remote sessions. And in our conversation, we dig into all of this. We dig into how powerful our mind is. We dig into how to um, work through some of these physical ailments and really identify what our bodies are telling us when it's triggering certain symptoms and whether that's coming from emotional issues or physical, it's all so connected. So I'm super excited for you guys to learn more about this. It is such powerful work. Let's dig in to the conversation. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Serena, I am so excited to have you on the show and to dig into this today. First, as before we kind of get started, can you just share with us your story, 
how you got into this work. Just let us let our listeners know who you are. Well, it's so good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, my story is, well, first I help people with physical and emotional pain, feel better fast. I have a doctorate in clinical psychology. I also have a master's in journalism. I'm a certified life coach and I work remotely with people all over the world. And the way I got into this was because of my own chronic health issues, which is often how it happens for a lot of people. But I was on the trajectory to go into working at magazines, which I was doing. I had just come back from my master's in journalism in London, and I landed in New York City working for this magazine called Spirituality and Health, still around. Um, and I got really, really tired. And I was already a little tired in, in London, but I came, you know, I came to New York and three weeks later into my professional honeymoon, so to speak, 9-11 happened, which was like, it was two blocks away from my office. I was right there when everything was happening and I didn't know how to handle it. Um, it was just so overwhelming and I had just gotten this new job. So I was like, okay, well I'll deal with this stuff later. <laughs> and like later really never came. And then I had to work from home for five months because our office was damaged and they had to like clean it up for five months. Um, and I didn't realize that I actually was going through PTSD and um, for a while I was finishing like a dissertation <laughs> for my school in London and all these things, all these demands. And I just started sleeping a lot on my couch. And I finally went to my medical doctor and I was like, I, I'm like, the fatigue is awful. Help me figure, tell me what to do. And the next week he told me that I had chronic fatigue syndrome, but there was no cure. Like he was just like, just learned to deal with it. Um, my suggestion is to cope, you know, maybe find a support group. Um, you know, like, and I was like, um, no, I'm like, I'm a driven, <laughs> determined person. I am not going to be bedridden. So I, I had been introduced to some techniques, these like alternative holistic techniques when I was still in college. Um, and I found that they worked for some other chronic pains and tension I had. And I found a doctor in New York. And um, even after the first session, I was so much better. Like the fatigue had been so bad that I was, I would take a nap after doing the dishes, like a two hour nap or like walking one block. I'd be like, oh my God, I have to sit down. Um, and so after my session with this doctor, she, <clears throat> I, like I walked home and it was like three miles and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So it was a mind body technique that I now do myself. Um, she also put me on like a really strict diet and supplements. And within three weeks, I was 110% better. And I was so amazed that I was like, I've got to do this. I want to work one-on-one -on -one with people. I don't want to just write articles and not know who reads them. So um, I switched careers and got a doctorate in psychology in San Francisco and now I work with people with similar issues. That's amazing. So I feel like that's like, at what point when you were hearing, okay, this is just kind of how it's going to be like, deal with it, learn how to cope at what point? Cause I think a lot of our listeners can relate to, to something in that degree, whether it's anxiety, depression, like this is these are like, they kind of feel helpless in a way. Like I want to change this, but I feel like I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. So if someone is struggling with those things, like you went to, was it more of a holistic doctor? You went to 
someone who was able to put you on a better path and help you feel better. Is that like, where should someone go? And they're feeling like maybe they've gone to the doctor. They aren't getting the answers they need to feel better, to make some changes. What would you say? Um, so one of the techniques that I do, well, I, I combine it with a bunch of other things, but like the technique is called neuroemotional technique and it was developed by a chiropractor. Now other types of practitioners use it, but the person I found in New York, she's a chiropractor. She's now an acupuncturist. She does a lot of, um, orthomolecular nutrition, like really intense homeopathy, um, I would just tell people don't take no for an answer. Like I have a long history of dealing with medical doctors and I'm not a good patient anymore because I find them like condescending often. And there are like some amazing doctors out there. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of them are kind of like, they don't refer to other practitioners outside of the medical model. They only see their narrow-minded, like, okay, medication or surgery. Like, I had a friend who was a medical doctor and he was like, yeah, we, we got some, we got some training on nutrition. Well, you know, actually it was like, it was like a half, half day, you know, we all, all the breaks was like two hours and it was like on the food pyramid. Right. So like, there's so much to be said about what you eat affects how you feel. So if you're getting the ring ring around the roll, whatever it is, like by other practitioners who are like, you know, just learn to cope and you have some major issue going on in your mind or your body, I would say, seek other practitioners, like even go to like community acupuncture. Um, there, there are so many other people that can help. Yeah, I agree. I think, I always think it's interesting (laughs) when someone is trying to implement like better habits or a new nutrition, um, game plan or program or some supplements. And they're like, Oh, my doctor said, I can't have this. And I'm like, did your doctor tell you not to eat McDonald's also, or what? Because it's just so interesting to me. And I've never understood. I don't know if it's because they're just trying to protect themselves when they don't know enough about it. So they just flat out say like, no, don't use that. I've always wondered because I do, I've heard from, and I, and I'm the same, so grateful for doctors, so many wonderful ones. And then at the same time, I'm like, but it's not the end all be all like they aren't the all knowing. And so sometimes I'm like, you have to also be your own best advocate and know what you need and how you want to feel and what is going to be the best option for you. So it's kind of like, eh, you know, um, but so I love that just kind of a side note, just be mindful of, of if you're feeling frustrated or stuck that's not the last resort. Like there are so many other options and people to talk to and, and, and different directions to go. So when you, you talk a lot about the mind body, let's talk about just how powerful our minds really are. Um, and just how it plays into symptoms we're having and how to, how to understand like how to take those symptoms as direct messages from our bodies instead of just like, Oh, this is what it is. And this is what you have to deal with forever. Right. So that's a good, it's a good point. Is that like a really basic understanding of the mind body is to imagine that you've 
you're having a nightmare and you're just, you're in your nightmare. You're being chased down the street by a pack of wild rhino. And it's so real. Like they're about to chomp you in half and you're just running running, running. And then you wake up and you're like, okay, good. That was a dream. But your heart is racing and you're sweating. Like that is a direct response to something in your mind. That's not real, but your body doesn't know the difference. And so it reacts. So, but then imagine that like, this is this fear continues or it's something like, you know, your boss is really demanding and critical and you just get really tense going to work. And so like, I even had a client who like on her way to work, her palms would get really uh, sweaty and she was in a position where she always had to shake people's hands. And so it was becoming really problematic, but, but on the way home, they were fine. So there is some sort of anxiety and tension about something to do with work. And so um, it's that messaging of like, okay, what are our symptoms telling us? Because we don't speak symptoms. We speak language, but it's not always so clear cut. Like I had a, I had a client, um, who he, we were doing this, like the intro session. And I was like, is there anything else I haven't asked that you want to tell me? And he was like, well, like six months ago, I just couldn't swallow starchy food. Um, it wasn't six months before it was like sometime that he was in college. And I was like, okay, I'll make a note of that. And it turned out that like at the time that this girl that he totally had the interest hots for, um, she was like, you know, we're not dating. Right. And it was like, Oh, broke his heart. And then like within a few weeks, he just, that's when he lost the ability to swallow starchy food. And it seemed like he didn't have really close friends and he didn't know who to talk to about his broken heart. So he just kind of like swallowed his feelings, but then couldn't actually swallow starchy food because it was like, he couldn't really swallow his feelings. He was just kind of like pushing them down. So sometimes it's not that direct, but other times you can make some inferences and understandings and connections of like, oh, okay. So I did that, you know, I had this interaction with a friend. I felt like these emotions weren't being, I wasn't getting my needs met. And then like two days later, you show up with back pain. That's so interesting. So how, how do we even start to understand and differentiate? Okay. Where are these symptoms coming from? Is this something that's built up in my mind or is this actually a physical thing that I need to take care of? Like, How do we even go about that? (laughs) We're taking a quick time out because it's the time of the month when I'm bringing on my next few clients to help you get started on your gut health journey. The deeper I get into this and my own journey, the more I just want to scream it from the rooftops because I feel so much better. And on a monthly basis, we have client results rolling in better sleep more energy, skin issues, clearing up, um, moodiness, lifting lack, like way less bloat, obviously weight loss is a byproduct, just so many incredible things and people feeling so empowered on their health journey. Again, if you've ever felt frustrated because the weight isn't coming off, the things aren't improving. You're waking up feeling one way and going to bed, feeling six months pregnant, you're not alone. Those are things that people are dealing with on a very consistent basis and just kind of writing off of like, this is what it is, but it doesn't need to be that way. And it can, a lot of it is stemming from your gut health. So if you are interested in learning more about this, 
go to micafolsomfit.com slash gut, and you can learn about the program, fill out the form if you want to get started with me, but this is a life-changing program. It's four weeks. You eliminate the most um, allergenic foods, the foods that most people have the most sensitivities to. You feel, you then reintroduce those things and see how you feel and see how your body responds. And then you have an exact game plan, what your body needs, how your microbiome is and what foods it needs and what it doesn't. So it's just, ah, it's so good. So if you're ready to really elevate your health and feel your absolute best, go to that link. Let's have a conversation and we can get you started with an exact simple game plan. MichaelFolsomFit.com slash gut. See you there. Well, it's helpful to rule things out. So like if you have gone down the medical route, that's good because then at least like if you've had MRIs or like x-rays or certain things and all the doctors are like, you're fine. We can't find anything wrong with you, but you're like, um, I'm in pain. I still have a lot of pain. Um, and you notice that maybe it comes and goes, maybe it's not constant. Maybe it gets worse sometimes or better Then that could be a sign that it's emotional and what I find is some, like when it's really, when it's an issue that like, also there's uh, a ping pong effect, like you may have a pain in your side and then it goes away. But then like two weeks later, you get a pain in your knee. That is definitely a clear indication that it could be something emotional or stressful. So you can do kind of like an audit in your life and just think about all the things that are stressing you out, especially the things that you're like, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> that's probably it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's like a really good place to start. Taking a quick TV type out to make sure that you guys know that I have some free goodies for you. So as a listener, I just want to show my appreciation and thank you so much for showing up weekly to hear from the guests that we have to take just all of these nuggets away and apply them into your life. I want to celebrate you. And in order to do that, I also want to make sure that you're getting value that is relevant to where you're at in your life. So in order to get the freebies, go to micafolsomfit.com slash D Y C for do your crap, micafolsomfit.com slash D Y C. And you can put in your email there and get access to the goodies. You will get a 50% off promo code to any of my mini workshops. And you will also get a freebie depending on what you want, whether you're a mom that wants to experience more joy in life that needs help on her health journey, wants tips and nuggets and value and motivation, whether you're a business owner that's trying to work through some mindset stuff and feel confident in what you have and how you want to serve or whether you're in the network marketing space and you really want to gain confidence around recruiting, around onboarding, around mentoring your team, I have a free goodie for you. So make sure you go to that link, grab it. And that will also get you access to my weekly emails where I send inspiration, motivation, nuggets, value, things that I'm learning, things that I'm teaching. And I just want to be that voice in your back pocket that on the weeks that are hard on the weeks that you're just not feeling it. Maybe that email pops through and you go, okay, thanks, Micah. I got this. Thanks for the reminder. That is what my weekly emails are for, because we all need that positive voice that we should carry around with us everywhere. So go get on the list, go grab your freebie and let's get back to the show. 
Okay. And you, you dealt with juvenile, what was it? Juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. Is that right? Yep. Now, what is that exactly? Is that like in, let's just, what is that first of all? And then let's dig into kind of what you learned and how you were able to. So it's, um, it's an autoimmune response and it's basically the body is attacking itself. Um, and it causes pain and inflammation and can cause damage to the cartilage. And I was diagnosed when I was nine and I write about this in my book because I feel it's a completely unusual and unique, um, experience is that I, when I was eight, I had this idea to complain about pain. Like a lot of kids will complain about, oh, I'm sick. I don't want to go to school. Well, the only time in my family that I felt like I was really getting the attention I craved was when I was in, when I was sick, but I wanted something that was like long lasting and visible. So my parents would have to show me attention and my brother would have to like stop roughhousing with me. And so I got this great idea at the time (laughs) to, uh, to complain about pain that never existed. And I was like the star athlete. I was always picked first in gym class, stuff like that. And I would just be like, oh, I can't do a handstand or like, I would pretend to limp, um, and things like that. And my mom took me to all these doctors and they're like, your child's in perfect health. And I was like, no, (laughs) I got into this. It was like manifesting for something bad. Um, and I got into this role and I just like imagined that like, and I, pretended that I really had pain. And, um, that was like in the beginning of my third grade year. So like in September and by November, I was on a field trip and I was like, I can't finish this field trip. It was at a chocolate factory, in fact, in the neighborhood of my school. And I started to cry because I just was like in a lot of pain. And then I went to some specialists, um, and some rheumatologists. And by like January of the or at the end of January, I was diagnosed with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis and I like lost flexibility, range of motion. And I was always thinking like, oh, okay, good. I'm just going to like ride this out for like six more months. And then by summer, I'll like go back to normal. (laughs) And and I still have it to the certain extent. Like I don't have the same amount of pain because I can like, that's like when the body talks to me, I find out that it's something emotional, but um, I'm not on medication. I've never had a surgery for it but that's possible. The brain, the mind and body, that's what is possible. Well, that's like, that's so crazy. So this is, this reminds me of like when your child throws up and then you're like, oh my gosh, am I sick? Am I, am I going to throw up? Do I feel nauseous? It's like, you, you really can't will yourself to be sick or to be injured or to be like, have this pain like that our minds, oh my gosh, are just so powerful. But I will say that, that what I did was like, I was consciously creating something. Whereas I think most people do not want to put harm into their bodies like that. Right. So it becomes unconscious. And so people will, um, or even like, I used to work with a lot more athletes and there'll be a lot of, um, performance anxiety or kind of like, they can't keep up with the pressure, but it's a lot easier, especially for men, especially for athletes to be like, Oh no, I injured myself. Or I don't know. I'm just having like, you know, I pulled a muscle and they'll look to the physical injury 
for the reason why they actually have all this anxiety about like being picked for, you know, number one or whatever it is. And that it's, you know, just easier, less stress, less like pressure to be like, no, 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 it's a physical thing, not a, an emotional thing. Yeah, totally. I could totally see that. How, if someone that's listening is struggling with anxiety, I feel like this is a thing that is when you don't experience it or don't have that as like a daily struggle, it's hard to help someone through that. So what is something that the person who struggles on a daily basis or frequently with anxiety can do to help work through that and alleviate those, those anxious feelings? I think there's so much of this going on right now. And we're, we're all really actually connected energetically. And so we're picking up on the anxiety of the world right now. But if you already deal with it on a day-to-day basis, there's some concrete things you can do. Like one thing, well, one, if your anxiety is really, really high, if you can find some ice and just like put your hands in the ice, like that's going to like, that's one like basic thing you can do that will just allow you to then focus on your cold hands and you have to breathe more deeply um, and it really grounds you so that you're no longer like cycling through those anxious thoughts. That's one thing you can do. Um, another thing is like when I, when I have clients who tell me they're really nervous for a first date, um, I tell them, okay, well, when you go and meet this person, say, just state it, be like, wow, I'm really anxious. I've been anxious all day because then it's like out, it's out of you. And then the other person can be like, oh, I'm so glad you said that. I feel anxious too. And so that's another thing you can do is like, if, if you can state what it is or what the cause of it is, like, even if you can write about it, you can tell your friend, you can just be like, wow, I feel anxious right now. I feel like I don't have enough time to get this done or whatever it is. Just stating that is another really powerful way to just like allow yourself to be like, okay, that's okay. It's okay. You can also put like a hand over your heart and just do some deep breathing and be like, I'm safe. It's okay. Everything's going to be okay. And even doing that for like, you know, 30 seconds is really grounding and calming. I love that. It's just, it's letting go of that, those thoughts. I feel like so much of anxiety is created by our thoughts is created by the, just all of the what if, what, what if this could happen? It's all of that, like negative, you let yourself go down that rabbit hole and then it just picks up and picks up and picks up and gets worse and worse and worse. So if you can really ground yourself, I love that advice to just be present in the moment. I'm okay. I'm safe. Um, sometimes that's just all it takes to just allow yourself to breathe again and to center and kind of think straight. Um, And I would say, I would add also that like, if you can focus on what you do want, not what you don't want, a lot of anxiety is about feeling like you have a lack of control and then you focus on that lack and you focus on all the what ifs that could go wrong rather than like, you know what, like, or even like another thing is like, is this going to matter in five hours or five days? Um, All of these things can help you kind of get a sense of like being in control again. Yeah. I love that. Um, what about those that experience physical tension? What are some things that they can do to ease that? Well, one thing 
is to do a body scan, like assess your own body. So you can do a grounding exercise, take like a few minutes to, um, you know, if you're sitting, which is preferable probably is to like close your eyes, do some deep breathing and then imagine like, or feel all your, like go from your head down to your toes and just feel what it feels like to be in your body. And then, you know, body scan is basically assessing where in your body you have tension. Is it in your neck? Is it in your shoulders? And then just go all the way through your body. Like you feel your legs sitting on the seat. Um, then you can imagine even like roots of a tree from your feet down through the earth, all of that. That's one thing. And then if whatever, wherever the tension is, just allow it to be there. Don't make it wrong. Um, and then another thing is to ask yourself, okay, what's been stressful in my life in the past few days? Is there anything that happened that was different? Did I have a fight with a spouse or a friend, someone at work? Um, was there something upsetting on the news? Um, anything that like is still on your mind that hasn't become, hasn't resolved, then that could be something that you need to work on, like some conversation to have, or you can journal about it. I recommend that to everyone. Um, but the point is to try to find something that's happened that was different that you're still thinking about because that could be causing the tension in your body. I love that reminder. I think, I think it's become so common to just to view our emotions and our experiences as good or bad. And we want to shove the bad things away. We want to quiet them. We want to like push them aside. We want to move on as fast as we can. But really we have to allow ourselves to feel the things, to experience the good and the bad, to, to really learn and grow and heal through those things or they do don't, don't our emotions. And I don't have like a perfect understanding of this just from having different conversations and doing some studying, like our emotions can get stuck. Like they really can get stuck. And that's what causes some physical things to <laughs> like surface. Um, so what is it journaling? What would, what would be the thing that you would go to in order to clear those things. And I know that's kind of the quote unquote hard stuff. That's the stuff that people don't want to uncover. They don't want to spend time in that space, but this is like essential, essential stuff for our health and well-being. It is. And it's hard work. Like healing isn't all about love and light and unicorns and chakras. Like <laughs> It's important to look at our shadow aside and to really dig deep and to understand how we're showing up in relationships, not just looking at the other person and seeing like, oh, well, that didn't happen for me. So screw them, <laughs> you know, like um, journaling is really, really helpful because it allows us to, you know, have a safe place. No one's going to read anything that you write. You don't even have to read it again. The point is to just get it out there. Yeah. Um, and and to really assess like where in your life you feel like things aren't going the way you want them to be going and where you feel like you're getting stuck. And, um, and you can really 
can really find some, like, I have a client right now who like, she kept, she's developed this pain in her pinky toe, for example. And she's like, so sure that it had to do with her shoes or like lifting on like antiquated equipment or something like that. But like, at the end of the day, she realized that, no, it's like all these fears that her two-year relationship might be going south. And that was so scary. And so one thing to really ask yourself is like, what are the emotions that feel so overwhelming? What are the things that I'm most fearful of that I don't really want to admit to anyone, even my, my significant other? Um, there is a guy that I worked with who had like, he kept re-injuring the same part of his leg over and over again. And he'd go through physical therapy and he'd rehab it. And then like three weeks later, he'd be out like playing soccer or something and it would get re-injured. And we did some work around this and it turned out that he was like, just so not sure of committing to this woman he'd been with for like three years. And she was like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> kind of like, should I get off the pot? Are we going to like move forward or, and he was like, oh, I just, you know, and all that like tension of like, I don't know if you're the one was so overwhelming that he just kind of compartmentalized it and was like, it's okay. Like, I'll just, but then like every few months she'd be like, Hey, like we're living together. Like the next step is marriage. And he felt so much pressure that he didn't want to feel emotionally. So it went to his body. Wow. And as soon as he was like, Nope, you're not the one. <laughs> like, even though that was so painful emotionally, his body healed. It's crazy. It's a wild. I love this stuff. I love learning more about it. I think it's so powerful. Um, and we don't understand, we don't understand enough how everything, mind, body, soul is so, so, so connected, but it's not just, it's not coming through. Like if you're experiencing emotional trauma, it's not just coming through in emotional pain. It is coming through in physical symptoms and like, oh man, um, tell us a little bit more about your book. I poured my heart and soul into it. <laughs> it took two years to write consistently. And I had a book coach and she was amazing. Um, and Shabani, she's on Instagram. And, um, and then for six months, I just sat on it. Like not, not literally, <laughs> but, but like I just sat with it. And I was like, I don't know if I can publish this because it's like, I knew at some point, even though I tried to hide it, my family would read it. And I really talk about like coming from a very, very competitive, highly, like, like a lot of pressure to succeed kind of family. Um, and I was like, Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's just wait until people die. You know, <laughs> it's because it's, it was like a very, I put myself out there and it's very transparent and I'm very vulnerable. And I, explain and dissect a lot of my relationships so that people can understand, like, even though I have a doctorate in psychology, I have all this training experience, like I still get, um, symptoms in my body that even like phase me that I'm like, Oh, I'm a specialist in this mind body stuff. And I still don't even see it coming when something really traumatic happens. Like I hate using like traumatic cause it's overused, I think, but um, like when my, my dad passed away, like it came out of nowhere and he had been, he had gone through like a 
heart surgery, but, um, but then I was like, you know, I grieved for, for two weeks and then I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> and then like, I started to get, uh, a cold and I was like, oh, and it was like in my lungs and in Chinese medicine, which is part of some of the techniques I use, like lungs are really closely related to grief. Like, okay. and then what, you know, the throat, throat shock or what I'm not expressing was all that grief. And so then I had this horrible cough and I didn't even make the connections, um, because I was too in it. Yeah. But in the book, I talk about that. I talk about, um, relationships that were very healing and ones that were really bad for my body and how I started to understand that. And then I also weave in client cases of people I've helped. And so that people can really see the connections of like, okay, this person was focused on like anxiety, or this person had like a lot of pain in their body. And they'd gone through like five years of medical treatments and then trying to find like, what was the root cause? So it's a lot of stories so that people can remember stories over like facts and figures. Yeah. I love that. And I think lots of times too, it's, it's sometimes hard when we're experiencing it ourselves. It's sometimes hard. We're, we're just like you said, you're too in it. You're too connected, but when you can hear a story and then you can be like, wait a sec, that's parallel to what's going on with me. Then it's easier to understand and to, to work through it on a personal basis. So I love that. What is your book called and where can people get it? It's called pain, a love story, and you can find it on Amazon right now. Perfect. And if people want to get connected with you or chat more with you about working with you or, or things like that, where, where can they find you? Where's the best place? My website is probably the best place. It's drserenasterling.com. And you can look into doing an introductory session where we really dive deep into your issues and goals and I can even show you like a mini um, example of how I treat people with these mind body techniques and see if I might be a good fit for you. Awesome. Well, Serena, thank you so much for being on. I, this type of work and this information is so valuable. I feel like we don't know enough about it. So I'm just super excited for people to grab your book, for them to chat with you, especially if they're dealing with their own frustrations and things that they're struggling with. So many people struggle silently and I just am like, no, 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 don't do that. Like if you're there's, if you're going through something, talk about it. I know there's someone out there who can connect you with someone to help. So just a reminder, if you are listening to this and you are struggling in silence, you are never alone. Someone out there is always going through something similar, has been through something similar. There's people out there to help you. So don't sit there and feel like you're alone in this because you never are. If this resonated with you at all, be sure to share with us on social. You can tag me at Micah Folsom Fit. Are you on Instagram? I am. I'm not creating new content right now. I've taken a hiatus from that, but I do post on stories and I'll come back at some point. I just need a little detox, but it's the same, same name, Dr. Serena Sterling. Perfect. So tag her as well. So she can see what resonated and get in touch with her. You guys, if you feel like she could help you through anything that you're going on, going through in life right now and go grab her book. Okay. Thank you so much, Serena, for being on and for sharing your story and being vulnerable and being willing to help people through all of these things. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. All right, you guys, we'll see you back here in another week. Have a good one. 
wrapping up another episode and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.